episode of the Youth Suffrage Association podcast. I'm Lauren Meyer, and I am a co-worker at the association. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the psychology of voting and development of 16 and 17 year olds. One major term I'm going to be talking about throughout this episode is cognition. Cognition is a very, very broad term in psychology, and the basic definition of it is the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thought, experience, and the senses. And just to kind of narrow it down, a concise version of this is the connection of thinking and how we understand and process things. There are two types of cognition. There is cold cognition and hot cognition. Cold cognition is thought to be more of a classical term of cognition, and it's the focus of one's logic and reasoning skills without any emotional or social context. An example of this may be the working memory and also verbal learning, and this develops all throughout childhood. Next up, we have hot cognition. Hot cognition includes those social and emotional aspects, and some examples of this is risk-taking and reward learning. And this resorts back to the default mode network in the brain. The basic way to describe this is basically just one's instinct. Um, Because of this, hot cognition usually occurs when one is stressed or fatigued. In contrast, cold cognition occurs usually when we are calm and under no pressure, like during time. Hot and cold cognition um, occur in different regions of the brain. So that's what a main thing that like sets them apart as well. Um, for voting, um, we usually rely on cold cognition because to make an informed vote, you need to think logically about who you want, like you want to pick as a candidate. So there's no emotional or social aspects for that. There is a common cognitive developmental path for people throughout their lives. It's pretty basic, however, it can be affected by different, like, disabilities, and it's not going to be, like, strictly same for every single person. A basic example of this developmental path is that babies begin to understand object permanence, and then toddlers will develop theory of mind, and then next children are able to begin to remember their own personal past, and it just kind of keeps going until they develop all of these skills. By the age of 16, these are able, well, are developing the ability to think abstractly, deal with multiple concepts at one time, and even imagine future consequences from their actions that they will be taking, which kind of goes into those, like, thinking whether their actions are going to be good and making decisions. Then they also have the ability to reason whether um, inductively or deductively and just overall face more complex problems, and these skills still develop all throughout adulthood. So it is actually like said that people should encourage this cognitive development, and some ways to do this is just put them in different situations with different problem solving, and just to put them into like trying to test these skills and to work on them. And voting would actually be a very good way to help develop these skills for like thinking abstractly 
or how they should, like, who they should vote for, like, which candidates. Also, by the age of 16, people are able to grasp political, moral, social, and philosophical concepts, which is obviously very necessary to be able to vote, especially the political um, concepts. The one thing is, is that teens, especially around like 15, 16, 17-year-olds, are generally very self-centered and start to lust out throughout adulthood. So like before, there is no specific like developmental path like oh by like 15 you have to be like here it kind of just depends on the person but generally teens are just more self-centered so this may cause some like conflicts like oh are these people going to vote egocentric or are they going to actually vote very informed and like who is the best candidate the thing is so there are actually two main ways that people vote that has been found throughout like through psychology so the first way is with political party affiliation and for like democrat republican independent and when you're doing so people often resort back to like oh who's the democratic like candidate who's the republican candidate um candidate so they'll just like pick like oh since they're affiliated with that oh i'll just pick that um so you may be thinking like okay 16 17 year olds they may not do that they'll probably be like doing something else but as i was saying like they are kind of egocentric and so that they're going to be looking towards their own beliefs and what they think is good for them which may also fit in with the political party because political parties are based on certain beliefs that are kind of like overarching between a bunch of people the second way is the general health of the country that may be affected. Like, we could have found before COVID, like, who do, which candidate people thought would be, like, better for, like, helping the country get back to normal. Or also, one's personality. So, the personality may be something like their intelligence, their knowledge, their trustworthiness, and their ability to be strong leaders. So, it's kind of just, like, who they think um, is, like, perfect and like again that may go back to like self-centered because it may be like they're going to be picking someone that they think will fit their needs best so now i want to move on to just brain development in general so the most intense maturity of brain development is done by around 19 to 20 years old um however full maturation is done by 24 to 25 years old for women and 20 to 30 years old for men so while people might say like oh 16 17 year olds are not mature yet in order to be able to vote the thing is technically not even 18 year olds um because full maturation that's like mid-20s and yet we still have changed it from 21 to 18 like 21 is not even full maturation but still it's kind of in a range for like most of the maturity is already done. But so that's why like there isn't much of a difference between 18 and 16. Like 18 is not any special age really. Um, next up we have um, most connections occur in the first 10 years of life in the brain. So we're having all of those main aspects that is required. That's kind of like basic that's already done by the time you're like age 16 or even 18. There's not much of a difference in the brain development. And just after 10 year olds, 
by 10 years of life, people's brains just become more specialized and efficient. So it's just kind of refining it and adding those additional skills. But by the age of 16, a lot of it is already developed. So one major argument that is had is experience because yeah, some kids may have these cognitive skills in order to be able to vote, so technically they should be, but do they have the experience to form adult cog- um, to form all of the best choice choices? So the thing is, no, they technically don't, but also adults lack experience as well because adults still are developing and everyone is set at a different pace. And so you can't really compare 16 year olds with 18 year olds as well, just because saying, oh, one's a teen and one's like an adult. So um, experiences can actually cause certain connections in the brain to become stronger. So voting could actually be an experience and kind of just strengthen and develop the brain better. So that is the end of the episode. Um, I hope you understand psychology that comes to voting and just brain development in general and that 16 and 17 year olds are actually very fit in order to be able to vote psychology wise because they have that cold cognition that they need to be able to vote.